Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saltalamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Bradford. All right. This is making me laugh already. There's nobody I'd rather have on right now. Baseball isn't boring. Wow. How's it feel, Alex? How's it feel? Uh, feel about being with you or being? Yeah, yeah. Just what? like, I mean, I it's been it's been a year. We do once a year podcasts. Once a year. Yeah. That's our arrangement. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Tough one last night, right? I went to sleep up 11 and then... The Celtics lost, and they get crushed. Your boy JT Tomasi crushed him yesterday on Twitter. I saw this morning. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's eighty five degrees. Actually, it's a cold front here in Puerto Rico, so seventy eight. Oh, really? Oh, all right. Yeah. By the way, I when mean, you when you say my boy JT, I thought you were going to say Jason Tatum, but I'll take Tomasi. So. <laughs> Tomasi, JT was limping, and then he came back. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Season over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I feel good. Feel good. Uh, actually, uh, um, you know, working out a lot, a lot of cardio. Yeah, healthy. man, you look you look good. Thank you, thank you. We uh, we made a conscious effort. It was a tough one this year. Tough one. Tough year, not only professionally but but physically. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm in a good spot right now. A lot of uh, a lot of running and a lot of peloton. Yeah. All right. You know what that means? It means the first question in spring training: Are you in the best shape of your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, actually, I'm in like I'm I'm like four pounds. From playing weight. Are you what? Yeah, yeah, like four pounds from playing weight. So, uh, hey, man. <laughs> Wait a second. I, Wait a second. <laughs> if I go to your baseball reference page, which might not be the most accurate, uh, it's it's not accurate because that that's kind of like the college when you get drafted, they keep it there. So it's right. like one seventy five, one seventy eight. Okay. I played from I played two hundred two. 
200, 205, sometimes 208. So we're getting there. Did you have the knee, uh, the knee done? I mean, people, this, no, this, this is what I, people, actually, this is what people didn't know, which I read between the lines. And I also witnessed of like you hobbling around. You powered through a knee injury. Like this is talk about the grind, right? So, so the grind was actually being out of shape. <laughs> yeah. Like no excuses. So around September 22nd, there's this app. I don't know. I, I shouldn't mention it. I might get it for free because I'm paying like $5 a month. Uh, is called is called all that. Let me let me make sure we get it right. Run trainer, run trainer. So I was like, man, I gotta do something. I gotta get going. The off season is coming, and I had this. Uh, the, the whole the whole reason was like, okay, health wise, Angelica the kids, but I had this ceremony. I was inducted to the Puerto Rican uh, Sports Hall of Fame. And I'm like, bro, you better look a lot better than what you're looking right now. So I, I downloaded this app and uh, I bought this program. It's called From the Couch to 5K. All right. And they walk you through it. Literally, they walk you through it in the beginning. And then they run you through it to, to the 5Ks. And uh, I started doing it at Fenway on the road and all that. And, uh, and um, it went well. And then after that, I, I I start doing something else. They they wanted me to go in the app. It goes from 5K to 10K. I was like, ah, I don't know about the 10K. But uh, so, it's been good. It so how, much, how much weight have you lost? Oh, man. I At one point, it was added. I mean, it's been a lot. A lot. No, I know. Like So I, so this is, you know. What's, uh, what's Ref Snyder's number? 30? 30. Right around there, brother. Hey, you know what? You and I, me and you, I lost 32 and it, beginning of September. Yeah. So there you go. Best, uh, like best shape right of, here. Best, <laughs> best so, shape. So, so, so 2018, right? Yeah. Boom. Yeah, I, I start to, <laughs> I mean, for the good vibes too, I start taking stuff up and wearing them. I'm like, man, this feels good. You know what? The, Game changer right here. Alex, so, uh, in case people, hey. people are, People are listening. The moment right here, this one. The moment. The Joe Took Kelly off. fight. The Joe Kelly fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, uh, page seventeen. I mean, it's like so, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Go one ahead. of the things I, I I I definitely did not have this on my list of things to talk about, but one of the things that like J- Joe talked about that fight was the the basically resetting after about hey you know don't get beat into a fight let's let's go you know like outfielders just run in a little faster mix Bro, it up people don't at one point i was close to our dugout and i look up and it was like cc chapman chapman was there right harky betances we had no chance no chance our early chance was in between the lines, and uh, <laughs> we we're gonna. I mean, Joe did a good job. Uh, Carlos Febles, he got not. <laughs> it was a, it was a good one. It was a good one. It was. I mean, one of those that uh, I think as a group they needed, we needed. You know, I didn't need it, but I think the group needed it. You know, like hey, here we go. We're good. You know, we're really good this year. So uh, you know, we'll, we'll take care of business on and then if we got to do stuff we'll do it and uh, 
I think that that day was one of those moments. Yeah. By the way, I, I, I'm not even going to pretend to ask you if you read the book. So it's okay. The fact that you like pose with it is good enough. Um, but also included that. And I don't know if you knew this, the, 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 when Joe saw Tyler Austin in Times Square a couple weeks later, you know about this? No, no, no. So a couple weeks later, they're driving through Times Square and, Ty- and he's with the, uh, his guys, the Levinsons. And, uh, and, um, Tyler Austin's crossing the street. He tries to get out of the car to find him. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they locked. Probably the I knew, but uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we saw we saw Tyler. I want to say in, he went to Minnesota, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't know if it was the next year. At one point, we saw him in spring training. He actually apologized to Febles. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Where's Tyler right now? Is he in Japan? He's well, he in was Japan. in Japan. Yeah, yeah. I think it's in Japan. Yeah. Okay. So him and Franchi Cordero. Um, so, all right. So let's talk about that, right? I wasn't sort of wasn't the order, but you know, you talk about 2018 about pissing on the territory of the Boston Red Sox. There's no other way to put it, right? You win a World Series. Um, it's a part of this whole equation is getting back the brand, getting back like to that feel like, Hey, are you come in? We're going to kick your ass, whatever it is. Um, and I know that's not easy to just say, Hey, you know, we're going to get this player, or that player, but do you get the sense of that? That is one of the goals that you have to get back to. One of the things I, I noticed is uh, Fenway is becoming very friendly very friendly um and and this is not i can i can compare this to 2004 my first time at fenway with the dodgers we we went there pretty good team you know we made it to the playoffs we won the division uh but like beltre laduca his tours myself jason worth milton bradley we went there and we were like, oof, you know, like, yeah, we were in off Fenway and you do the whole Green Monster stuff, but it was uncomfortable, like, you know, for, for a bunch of young kids to go there and play on a weekend. <clears throat> then David, he hit a walk-off in game one, X-ray innings. That place was rocking, you know, it, it made us feel uncomfortable the next day. Uh, we we play uh, actually Wake pitched that game we won and then Sunday night we play a Sunday night game and Pedro is pitching and that's when we were like forget this place you know because he he warmed up and he walked you know like very slow kind of like around game time the game was supposed to start at eight oh seven I think Pedro started walking at eight oh five to the dugout and the whole place <laughs> erupted you know and uh, and that's that's what I'm saying like. Is it like obviously we got to dominate? We got to be better. You, we talk about it towards the end of the season. Like yeah. we're gonna do a lot of different stuff in spring training at the at at the stadium because we have to dominate Fenway. We got to get back to that. That's something we did in eighteen. We didn't do a good job in nineteen. Twenty one was really good. The last two we haven't been good, uh, and uh, you, we have to play better. I remember um, going into eighteen. Um, 
we started on the road, right? We started well, and then it was Baltimore, the first series, and yeah. I had a meeting. And I talked to the guys. I say, hey, this is all great. You know, we didn't have an outstanding job in Tampa and in Miami, but this is where we have to, you know, dominate. And Baltimore, the last few years, going back to probably 11, right? Right. They, they were pretty tough on the Red Sox. And oh, like, yeah. Hey, we, have to, we have to dominate this team. We have to. And uh, we'll talk about it. I think where we're at right now uh, as an organization with the group that we have, uh, we, we get a chance to mold these kids, you know, to what we really want. You know, right now there's not too many veterans. Uh, I was telling Jaron, I said, you're the veteran of the outfield group, right? But uh, we're very talented, but we we have to 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 make sure when when we play at home, the, those 81 games become a real home field advantage, you know? And how we do that, playing better baseball, you do that, the fans are going to get into it, the city is going to get into it, and then we go, right? But uh, it has been hard the last few years at home. Uh, you know, you go back to a few games that probably changed the seasons for us, right? Uh, or two series. If you go back, there's two series against the Jays, let me, right? Let me guess. So it's Toronto, Toronto, Houston. Uh, yeah, Toronto and Toronto, right? Toronto, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toronto twice. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Nate game, sorry to say it that way, but uh, uh, – 28 to three or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. And then uh, this year they came in and uh, was a Schneider. He went like 20 for 20 against us, the second yeah. baseman. Yeah. And, and we got swept after we played them well. And uh, it's not that it's not acceptable. We're going to lose series at home, but we got to get back to that feeling. I, I believe that's very important for us. Do you, does, you know, you know, you and I have obviously been around Fenway. Does the, the images of the Dodgers fans having the parade, the whole, you know, and I know these are like easy narratives, but they're real things, right? The Dodgers fans have the, uh, or, or the Yankee series selling dollar tickets, whatever. Do the players understand that? Like, because you've been around and I, I know that like how important it is for you and for people who've been around, but maybe that's, that's what you're talking about is making these guys aware and say, Hey, listen, no, the parades, we do the parades. You know, we go on the road, we do the parades. Because Alex, you know, that's how it used to be, right? Yeah, I, I remember when I got traded. Uh, the weekend before, I was with the with Cleveland playing in Baltimore. And there were like 10,000 people, 15,000 people, all of them cheering for the, uh, for the Orioles. I get traded. We were in New York. I, I go to Baltimore. There's 45 or 50,000 people, and 45,000 of them were wearing red. You know, it was a weekend of like, wow, this is, I mean, the whole hotel scene, you know, people walking around in Baltimore. That's when I, I was like, oh, this is real. And uh, I get it. You know, people are going to travel. You know, like the Mets have their, their, their group. The Dodgers do the same thing. Uh, we do the same thing in the West Coast, right? But uh, – I think, you know, regardless how many of the visiting fans are there, you know, it's still Fenway Park. It still should be loud for us, you know. And uh, I think guys will get to to understand that. We'll get to 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 probably change the narrative in a sense. Um, I always go back to – I know I know Boston is a great city to visit, you know, in the summer, yeah. right? And people are making – 
making it, you know, they're making reservations right now, you know, with everything that you play and everybody. So the Cubs will be there. So it's going to be fun, right, for baseball. Uh, you know, Milwaukee will be there. Who else? Uh, I think we're going to San Luis. The Padres will be there. That's going to be packed, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, but we do the same thing in other places. Um, you know, we went to Dodger Stadium when it really mattered. And in game five, yeah, there were like 60%. But that's, but that's what I'm talking about. Fans. Like, you got to, yeah. like, that has to. But you know how you do that? You start winning again. You right. win. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you win. So, all right. So, speaking of winning, um, what is it like, part of this, as we sit here, as I, I just tweeted, like that in, in my world, in Boston world, in December 20th, we've never been in this situation. Never. Where you have so much uncertainty. And not, you know, there's still players, there's so much uncertainty. As the manager, you've never been, you've been through off seasons, but you've never through, been through anything like this, right? What's it, what's it been, what's it been like? Because this, the off seasons, Alex, it always used to be done by Christmas. That's the reality, right? Yeah. I think the business, the business has changed. Um, we can, I, I know, you know, like people might talk about us, but they're talking about us, but Honestly, it's not, it's 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 not it's it's not lack of effort, you know. We're I mean we're we're working, we're working. Uh, Bress is working, you know. The group is working. It just it hasn't happened yet, right? Uh, but it hasn't happened business wise, right? Like it, it it these two guys have you know dominate yeah. the game without. You know, like Otani dominated the 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 nego- I mean, the whole winter meetings. Yamamoto is doing the same thing right now, and in in this case, I do believe it's taking longer because the guy is really intrigued with the possible teams that he he might play. He's he's really intrigued, and he's doing his homework, and uh, he's doing everything possible to to get to know organizations. And I do believe, you know, he, he, he's, he's doing what he's supposed to. This is a game changing, life changing decision. Right. And, uh, for everything that I have read and talk, whatever is, is, it's a big deal. You know, this is not a one year deal or a two year deal with an opt out after next year. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> this is game changer, not only for him, for his agency, but for the organization that ends up with him. So he's taking his time. And because he's taking his time, then, you know, the other guys have to be patient, right? Um, there are certain organizations that have been aggressive, like the Cardinals, right? They, they, they wanted their guys and they got them. And I'm not saying they're, they're done with the offseason, but they're in a position like, that's what we want. That's where we're going. And then we'll do the other stuff. There's other organizations that are waiting for. I don't want not to settle. I was going to say market settle. No, to to the market to start moving right. right. And uh, I think where 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 we at right now. You know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, 
maybe we sign somebody today. I don't know. You know, like we might, we might not. But uh, this guy is really good. This guy is, uh, is legit. Um, obviously, there's going to be some adjustments. Um, we, we've seen it with our organization, right, uh, throughout the years with uh, Daisuke. I don't think Okajima had it. He, he, shit. We did the podcast with Ian Brown the other day about like, going through the Daisuke thing. Like, I honestly believe there's nothing will ever compare to Daisuke. Like, I, just because of everything. The coverage and the, the, the novelty of it, right? Yeah, I mean, there, there just wasn't as many, you know, I think it's, it was a different time too, right? Because you won the bidding, you, you won the opportunity to... To, to negotiate exclusively, it was just different. But the unknown, a big part of that, and Alex was that the, there was so much more unknown, right? Dice game. I mean, you when he showed up, you probably said, "Hey, show me the gyro ball. Show me this the mystery gyro ball. ball. The right? gyro ball." Yeah, but yeah. but I want to then then we got Okajima. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, we thought, we thought he was song. just his buddy. You know, like ah, oh, this guy's just hanging out with him and. He got his, you know, they crush him in spring training and like, ah, whatever. And then boom, that happened. Yeah. I mean, who? I, maybe there's someone like that coming. But with Yamamoto, it's the one of the conversations I like having is recruiting stuff. Like, I, speaking of going a year ago, right? A year ago, the guy, the godfather there, Joe Kelly, says, you know, that your recruiting is is for Major League Baseball players – this isn't college basketball. Recruiting, putting the name on the Jumbotron doesn't hit like a contract does or a good place to play. So I get a couple of questions. First of all, this just cut to the chase with Yamamoto. It's like, does the does the fact that he didn't visit Fenway Park mean anything? Um, I cannot tell you he didn't visit or did did visit or didn't visit Fenway, but I I I think he he knows a lot about Fenway. <laughs> you know, he has friends. You know, well, he I has know. friends that play. With, yeah, he has friends. Like probably he's been asking. And we're not talking about our you know left fielder. We're not talking about that. You know, we got guys that you know play with him this year that had the experience of playing in you know uh, New York. Experience uh, playing in Boston, experience playing in Houston, you know, like he, he played with people that have been, you know, they're ex MLB players and, and they have the, the inside of a lot of stuff. So, yeah, it's important, but it's not that important, right? Like the novelty of Fenway Park, uh, Wrigley Field, uh, I don't know, you name it, uh, you know, Joe Robbie's. Stadium still? I, I don't even know what they call it down there. Uh, yeah, uh, the Orange Bowl. Uh, you know, I think the novelty, that's in the past. They really want to know what the organization is all about. That's why they want to know. The other stuff, yeah, I mean, like, who doesn't – I mean, Joe said that, but uh, I bet he he would like to, you know – Oh, who doesn't number. like it? Who doesn't guy, like it? Who doesn't like it? Everybody likes to be loved, but I think at the end of the day – if those conversations in that room with his group, with your group and uh, the agency and, and talk about, you know, how, how, how we envision this, how you see it, what intrigues you about 
the Boston Red Sox, the Atlanta Braves, the Kansas City Royals, you know, like why, why are we, are we in this room? And uh, you talk about it and the possible structure of things, how are we going to help you to become a big leaguer? Because yeah, you know, he, he's very talented, but he's not a big leaguer yet. Um, you know, there's a lot of adjustments, a lot of stuff that not only him in this situation, but, you know, Seth Lugo, uh, you know, Justin Turner last year, uh, just how we operate at, in, in Boston, how it works, uh, the city, how, you know, the family room works, you know, uh, your family is going to be comfortable. Uh, that's all that stuff comes into play because we're talking about game changing or life changing decisions. And uh, yeah, the tour to Fenway, the tour to, you know, City Field or Yankee Stadium, that's great, you know, but if he really wanted to, you know, to to do it on his own, whatever, he pays $20 at the team store and, and he gets the real Fenway tour, the real one, with the people that have grind, that grind for 363 days of a year. And they give you every single detail about Fenway Park. I, I can't even, I can't offer that to, to, to you or to Yamamoto or to whoever, you know, like, I don't know, but those people at the team store, they're really good about that. Oh, by the way, that how awesome would that be? That, yeah, sure, St you, you can go to Steve Cohen's house, but you know what you really want to do? Is you want to take this tour of Fenway. Right? I, just go there, you know, and you meet Angel, who runs Fenway, and Louie, who's amazing, and, you know... That that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Can you could when you're you've been through a few of these now, maybe, you know, this is extreme level of it, but can you sense that when you're talking or people are talking to the guy, what's hitting for him? Like when you're talking about it, like that's that's interests me. Like we hear about Otani, oh, he saw the Kobe Bryant video and he was you know, whatever. I mean, that's yeah. So but can you sit when you're in on those calls or in person? Can you sense like this is what's hitting for this guy? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like a normal conversation. You, you try to make it as normal as possible and uh, as organic as possible. When when it becomes, you know, uh, uh, you're swaying. Okay, cool. And then you move to the next point, and there's no no feedback or no no questions. You know where you you're in for a for a bad call, but uh, I got to be honest, you know, we have talked to a lot of people, um, you know, the process is a little bit different than in the past, you know, in uh, our calls. And uh, <clears throat> I, I feel we've done an outstanding job, you know, uh, presenting our program, presenting what we are all about. Um, we've been very honest about the last two years, you know, like this is something that, uh, you know, we don't like, it's not acceptable. And uh, we're in the process of trying to get better. Uh, there's certain guys. If you look at our corner guys, right, the, the, when you talk about Rafi and, and Casas, you know, people get excited because they've seen it, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we can talk about the future, but it's more about the now because they're not playing. They're not starting to play with the Red Sox in three years or four years. They're starting right now. You know, it's 2024. So what we have to offer, and um, so far it's been – a great process, very busy, to be honest with you, but I don't mind that. Uh, one of the things, and this is something that uh, it, 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 it shocks me sometimes throughout this, you know, like, so players, some of them, they get paid throughout the year, right? Most of them, they get paid from April all the way to the last day of the season. Right. We get paid the whole season. So 
if they need me to be in a Zoom two hours today while I'm wearing shorts, a t-shirt, and a hat, I'm here. You know, you know why? Because I'm getting paid not working, right? Not hitting fungos, not throwing BP, not making decisions in a game. So, you know, yesterday was busy, today's busy, tomorrow might be busy. I don't mind that. Actually, meeting people and getting to know people and to see how they uh, the players see the organization is always a good way to measure where we at, right? Uh, I can tell you, you know, like there's a lot of a lot of positives about us, you know, like the last few years when we oh when we signed Strami, you know, we had we had a great conversation and we talk about uh, our medical staff and he goes, I know, I know how they are, I know how they operate, and I'm like, how oh, you know, Mitch Moreland, and I'm like, what Mitch had to say, oh this, this, and this, this, I'm not worried about that part. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he goes, Drew to Pomerantz. He told me the same thing. So I'm excited about that. And you're like, okay. So Mitch Moreland, Drew Pomerantz. And then for the next call, you know, we talk to you and uh, we go that route. Like, hey, you know, like just talking to the players. Uh, I heard, you know, that people are talking about medical staff and they're like, yeah, you know, like we heard great things, you know. And then who, who talked to you about it? Mitch Moreland. You're like, Mitch. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. It's one that um, I would love people to to kind of like have have an audience and just see it, you know, how it works. Because- but that's why that's why I ask. I mean, like I honestly, because, you know, at the, at the heart of, well, the surface level is, oh, Steve Cohen is going to Japan. Or Brian Cashman sitting behind home plate for a no hitter, you know. Or was 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 Cash actually clapping for the no hitter, or, or he had a a game, you know, the Yankees, and uh, and he was clapping because Judge hit a homer. Good, good question. I don't know. Was he even paying attention? I mean, uh, who knows? Never I know. Mean, but Should first, ask Cash. We first of all, like Cash. you, you get paid in your paycheck. We, I, you, you, we pay in t-shirts and smiles. So that's thank you for. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so when you, what was the thing, and maybe if you want to be specific with Yamamoto, that's your choice, but what was the thing that hit? Like we, you're, you're going through all this stuff. You've been through this stuff. Um, and I've heard, I think, uh, Craig had pointed out that, that you have you and Bailey and him, they all have won world series. Maybe that comes up. Maybe that hits. I don't know. Maybe it's the medical stuff that hits. What is the thing when you're on these things? Go, oh man, like they that hits for them. You know, has there been something? Um. Yeah, I mean the the World Series part of it is always good, right? But but like, I mean, I'm yeah, saying, but you know, like I, 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 but in that one, man, like we got to be careful because they they can counteract, you know. They go like, yeah, but the last two years you guys finished last. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, right. So like so looking as you said, looking forward, what is is there something that sort of like you see their eyes? You know, you we we've done enough interviews back and forth where you can see what interests people and what doesn't. In our case, and they know, you know, the way we, we have dealt with uh Daisuke and, and you know Koji and then all these guys that have been very successful 
in in Boston, you know, kind of like the structure is always good, right? But uh, kind of like we 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 had a lot of Japanese players and they've been very successful, and that kind of like you know like hmm. they knew, but they know, you know, now they knew before, but they you make sure, hey, you know, this is what's going on, you know, and uh, we explain a few things, but uh, I think that's something that uh, it always intrigues me. We had the, the, I mean, like, obviously last year was kind of like the perfect example of making adjustments and helping, you know, Masa to be a good player in this environment, all the, the adjustments that we had to make and all that. So that that was easy to talk about. But uh, there's nothing, I mean, there's something specific like that that I can pinpoint is like, oh, we got him, you know, this is great. Not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, golf, you know, like, so soccer, you know, like if you like soccer, I don't know. <laughs> so, so we can get you on the country club and we get re- revolution season tickets. There you go. I, I don't know about revolution. You know, we're talking overseas, but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I'm going to pivot here to the uh, the, the state of managers. Um, you're obviously in the last year of your contract, and and but but the Craig Council thing. I forget. Oh, Rob Thompson was the one who who, <laughs> who came out and said, "Hey, good for him. This this helps." I mean, this isn't a secret. It helps managers. Like, what what's from your point of view, and I, and with the understanding that you got to win, that's the thing. You get you get your market or your your Q rating or whatever it is helps is helped by winning <laughs> flat out. <laughs> yeah, your, your your brand has never been hotter. Um, so, but but your thoughts on the council thing, you know, and, and good for you know, him. Yeah, I mean, good for him. Tough for Rossi. That's the way I see it. Yeah, and, uh, you know. But I think at the end of the day, um, you know, he was a free agent, and um, you know, and yeah, he cared. He cared about the Brewers, right? <clears throat> but you know, I don't know how people are going to take this. I hope they don't take it the wrong way, but. He took care of the number one team of his number one team. You know, his number one team is the councils, right? That's the bottom line. Uh, it's like everybody that works. You know, you want to take care of your team, and uh, um, and and he did. You know, business side of it for 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 us. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how you, the the other twenty nine uh, organizations see it, but um, you know. He, he was in a perfect situation, right? Like, we haven't seen a free agent manager, a true free agent manager, right? Because uh, Madden was because of uh, some outclass, yeah, some loophole in the, in the contract. Yeah, Friedman left, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in this case, he was a true free agent, and um, he cashed in, man. You know, I saw him play with CC in L.A., you know, so he's been very successful. He's been great, and uh, you know, for him to to get this contract was huge. The other thing that it never happens, it became public. You know, the the numbers that never happens. You know, people. You know, I have read articles about you know salaries in the big leagues. You know, managers and all that, mine included. And sometimes I'm like, well, you're way off, man. Like you're not even close. You're not even in the neighborhood, man. So uh, that's something that got my attention that it was public. That's the first time that I've seen it. Yeah, 
two years with an opt-out, all that stuff, right? But structure-wise and money-wise, it never comes out public. And in this, this one, it did. By the way, when Otani signs his contract, that's the Alex Cora contract. Two, $2 million a year. $2 million a year. Wow, my real contract. Yeah, the real. The real no, no, no. The I'm player, not t- yeah, the, I'm not. The player contract. All, all, <laughs> when, when you used to tell me about your contracts, like the $2 million a year. Right back there. To, back to back, right? Back, back yeah, to back. Not, two. Not too many, not not more, not less. Right there. It was it was correct me if I'm wrong, it was two two million dollar a year, two year contracts back to back, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So does it feel this is like maybe a stupid question, but whatever. Does it feel different that you you're in a, a contract year as a player and as a manager? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Uh, as a player, man, you, you were always wondering what's going to happen, right? Next, you know, what's next? I'm in a stage in my life that I'm I'm older, you know, I'm 48. Uh, thankfully, you know, to to my baseball career, you know, I can coach the Titans like I did yesterday. By the way, they kicked our ass, the Astros, but uh, <laughs> I can do that, and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Uh, there's other venues in baseball that I can I can do. So, you know, I don't see this like, oh, this is it baseball-wise, you know. Like, uh, you know, if I don't come back to Red Sox or somebody else doesn't want me, oh, I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm in a good place. And uh, I, I, I'm honestly, you know, invested into this. We, we have to be better, man. And, and, you know, I think coming into this the last two years maybe have, you know, it's it's different, right? Because now it's like, yeah, man, we we better win. You know that this is this is the way I see it, and we have to be better. You put your ego aside, you put your agenda aside, and you know, well, I always been a hundred percent invested in the Red Sox, but this year it's like because of all this stuff, and people are going to talk about it. It's like, no, man, like things will take care of it. You know, like uh, whenever we have to sit down and talk, we'll talk and. You know, I think right now the talks are about how we're going to get better, how we're going to improve, how spring training is going to look like, how, you know, um, organizational, not organizational meetings, uh, coaches meeting before winter weekend comes, how we're going to do that, you know, and uh, just be ready for the season. With with this understanding that, you know, there's going to be other players added, as we sit here, I'll, I'll spin it toward an optimistic tone. As you sit here, you know, you have gotten some players, especially relief pitchers, whatever. And exactly. Tyler O'Neill, awesome. We we found out his max bench press the other day. It was great. Uh, his protein intake. What is the thing that you're – because you're always pretty good about this, going back to – I mean, Garrett Whitlock, nobody knew who he was. Hey, this kid Garrett Whitlock is going to be really good. What is the thing right now or the guy someone, – someone that you're excited about seeing heading into next year? Um. Tanner and 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 Garrett, just having a full off season, you know, a regular off season, you know, back surgery, hip surgery. That's not, you know, your broken pinky or or your UCL, whatever thumb thing. You know, this there were serious, um, you know, surgeries. So they were playing catch up the whole time, and for those two. To, to be healthy, to go through the progression. Right now, uh, Garrett is in uh, Fort Myers. He just got there. Tanner is in West Palm. Mm. I'm excited about those two guys because the upside is real. And um, 
regardless of what happened in free agency, let's say we add, um, I don't know, Pedro and Kurt, right? Just, just throw two names. You know, they're free agents. We got them this year. Boom, boom, boom. Garrett has to be better. Tanner has to be better. Bayo has to be better. Uh, Cutter needs to be better. Our guys have to improve. And we've been talking about these kids for two or three years. They're not kids anymore. Mm. They got two full seasons at the big league level. They're 27, right? 26, 27, 28. So they're getting to that point that, hey, you know, we have to start performing. It's not about uh, upside or projections, whatever. We have to perform. And I do believe, you know, with all the respect that, the you know, the people that we had in the past, pitching-wise, we're in a better place as far as, like, the vision and the structure and the philosophy. Now we have to execute. And um, in all the conversations that we had the last few weeks, uh, talking to the players and all that, I, I do believe we will take that step. And then, obviously, whatever we end up doing in the offseason is going to help us out. All right. Second to last question. What – um. When you look back at you, you guys, you know you get Zoom calls. Uh, yes. What? Uh, how will you look back at this sort of uh, the Alex Verdugo years? I think um, you know the so the three years, right? Um, the one thing that I, I still believe that he needs to do to become the player that we all envisioned in the past is get back to hit lefties. And I do believe he can hit lefties. And uh, for some reason, the last two, he didn't. Um, in 22, there was a lot of ground balls. They attacked him a little bit different, a lot of two-seamers. He hit lefties in 20, right? And then mm-hmm. in 21, we actually started platooning him. Well, I remember and- remember when you didn't you didn't pinch hit for him. It was in Minnesota. You didn't pinch hit the And he got a big hit, and it was like, okay, there you go. Yeah. But that was early in the season. Then we then we actually started platooning him in August and September. And he had some big hits coming off the bench. Uh, we were in Houston, I, I want to believe. And he came off the bench and, you know, kind of like the whole, like, platoon, very analytic. Like, they bring the righty, we put Doogie in. He can I, – I do believe that's the next step for Doogie. Um, we had our things, but I, I think – I don't want to say they were overblown. I, I just want to say it was a, a good learning experience for for both of us. I learned a lot dealing with Alex. You know, um, the vision, the way he goes about it is is a little bit different. But one thing he does, he posts, you know, he plays. And, and that's very important, not only now, but in the past too, right? It's been something like you have to post. And, and, and he wants to post. Uh, he's made some adjustments throughout the process things that I have talked to him about it. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, uh, I, I think he's, he's he's a solid big league player. Uh, if he hits lefties, then, you know, I think, you know, he's going to cash in. And uh, defensively, he accepted the, the challenge uh, going into last year. Did a good job. He ran the base as well. Um, a little bit gun-shy uh, stealing bases. And this is I gotta be honest. I think it's not that it was on us, but that when he got thrown out against Houston in in uh, ALCS, mm. kind of like from that moment on, he was very gun shy. But he went first to third a lot last year. He was third in the league, so you know uh, 
good kid. Our, our kids, man, they're close, you know, like all this thing that, oh, we don't like each other, whatever. You know, that, that's BS, you know, like business is business. The personal life is the personal life. And, you know, I think Duke is going to be fine over there. You know, like they're going to love him and right, well, in left field, I think he's going to play left, but they're going to love him over there. And uh, hopefully he has a good season and uh, not against us. Are your kids old enough to understand like that? Get mad at you for trading someone? No, they don't get mad. They just, you know, they just got to make sure where they at. They're into uh, video games now, so. Oh, so I was going to ask you Christmas gift, but so that's there you go. That's, yeah, yeah, they're into video games now. So, uh, oh, so good learning experience this year. For for <laughs> for their birthday, we got them this uh, Nintendo Switch. Right, we only got one. Cool. No big deal. Their birthday is in July. You know, they got hit back back to school. So the rules in the house, you know, they cannot use a, the, the switch during the week. They use it during the weekend. Other way, cool. Season over, I got here. Angelica didn't explain me the magnitude of the problem, right? So I got here. And, bro, it was like fighting for the thing. You know, I want this game. I want that game. Like, Sunday brunch, like three weeks ago, I get up. I said, I don't care how they're behaving. We're going to get another switch. Yeah, it's over. I'm not going to deal with this stuff. So we went there, got the switch, got a few uh, baseball games and soccer games, and now everything is back to normal. So my advice to whoever has two kids or twins, do not buy one switch, get two. You know, you know where that also um, is. Uh, you can draw a parallel. Don't just get one starter; get two <laughs> or three. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, what's if you want to have a competition? Let's go. Uh, so we both lost thirty round thirty. All I'm right. good where I'm at, bro. You're good maintaining now. Four more. Four more. Yeah. Oh, I got. I got to maintain this. Hey, I gotta maintain this the whole season. No, no, not not knee injury. Was, no, 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 no. All right. It was. I mean, it was hurting, but the reason it wasn't that I was hurt. The reason it was that I was fat, overweight, and out of shape. Yeah. Well, again, you're speaking my language, so we're gonna hold each other accountable for the whole year. All right. Yeah. You know what? I might I might challenge the beat writers this year to something like in the past. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wow. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have to come up with something because we, I mean, how is that? everybody challenged us. You know, I, we need to challenge the group. Alex, I said I'm going to Fort Myers in the best shape of my life. So I won't. That is I, that is going to be a thing. And it's not going to be the fake best shape of the life. It's the best shape of my life. It's the real. <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, I hope I hope we have 55 guys that they're in the best shape of their, of their lives and we can go from there. Yeah. Yeah, well, as uh, I think Ryan Brasher once said, I- It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.